What's up, boxing fans? Today, we are going to look back at Wilder versus Areola, Crawford and Postal preview, and some fantasy booking. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> we got a full crew, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Thank Andrea. Thank you. What's up, everyone? The After Buzz TV after show here for boxing, of course, as you can see the, the ring and the glove behind my head. <laughs> it's obvious what show this is. We are here. We're going to be talking some Wilder versus Areola, Andrea's favorite uh, boxing name in the business. <laughs> totally my favorite name. Like, what? <laughs> of all time. Uh, we're going to look ahead and preview the big pay-per-view this weekend, Terrence Crawford versus Victor Postal. And then a little fantasy booking this week, a little twist, a little something new to the show. I like it. I know, it. it's kind of fun. Uh, but first, the intros. I'm Jared Gilkerson. That's at Gilkerson Radio on Twitter, <clears throat> alongside Andrea Fasano. Andrea, where yes. can everyone find you? I'm so happy to be back. Thank you for having yes. me, Jared. Uh, you guys can find me on all social media at Andy Fasano. And you with an eye. Yeah, exactly. I going to say that. Yes. I'm happy. I mean, you know, I know I make an appearance every once in a while, but love boxing oh, and I love, love getting yeah. to getting to see the matches so well it's 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 so much it's more fun to kind of go back and forth with these fights totally and, and after a while i know on tuesday after uh, the kovalev fight i was sitting here by my lonesome and then uh, i just realized i'm like i wonder if anyone disagrees with me here. Right. Like, but then <laughs> there's like, that lovely part no one can disagree nobody can argue no, no one can and you we know how i feel about kovalev so i'm mad that i missed that but yeah it was in, it was an interesting fight uh that went 12 rounds and no one really thought it would um, but that was Tuesday, you know, and Kovalev's off, too. He's going to be fighting uh, Andre Ward, looks like, in the fall, so that'll be nice. But uh, we'll move ahead here to the heavyweights today to talk about Wilder and Areola. But first, we are live yes. on YouTube. Uh, I've been chatting with myself on YouTube, and I can see <laughs> us right here. We're, we're chit-chatting. We're in the chat, so let us know what you thought of Wilder versus Areola, and I'd love to hear, we'd love to hear the predictions for the next week's pay-per-view, and also during our fantasy booking, uh, chime in and let us know uh, how you would book a fight that we will talk of, but we are live on YouTube, Uh, you can download us on iTunes and SoundCloud, so be sure to rate us and subscribe, Uh, we love when the fans chime in and let us know what they love about the show, so we can give them more of that, Uh, and let us know, uh, you know, what you hate about the show, because then we can just eliminate that. If they're like, hey, we don't like Jared, then I'll just <laughs> He's leave. He's just going to go. I'm just going to leave in the middle of the show. Yeah, and I'll come back and do the show by myself. Not. Yeah, sure. you're fine. <laughs> it could be like the, uh, we can get, uh, I think Ariola's got some time off. It totally I definitely does. I don't think you. I could look at him. Like, well, not like, after the fight. Dude. Uh, so let's jump not in. Not after the fight in the man boobs. I just, come on. Okay, I, one, I got to give it up to Chris Ariola Because years ago, his man boob situation was, was, worse. was worse. And he actually cut it down. Um, but with the tattoos and it just looks a little odd. Uh, he looks a little odd in the ring, mm-hmm. especially against someone so cut like yeah. Deontay Wilder. He's like beyond so strong ripped, and so seven. like <laughs> sturdy. You know, that's the beauty of 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 the heavyweight division, of, though. Of boxing, of boxing. Because <laughs> well, you get like the welterweights, and you get these guys that are all 100, 147 yeah. pounds and been cutting all week. And some guys are a little more ripped than the others. But a lot of times, you get like like when George Foreman came back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. He was flabby, but he could still punch. And he was knocking out guys that were jacked and ripped and in shape. And mm-hmm. it didn't matter because in heavyweights, one punch power right. can end your day. So uh, we saw someone's day who was ended yesterday, Chris Ariola. 
Um, now, the official decision, because I don't get to write this down very often as I try to get my touch screen here, <laughs> uh, the official decision for last night's fine was, if I could see here, was the RTD decision, not TKO, not KO, not unanimous decision, not a UD. It was a referee technical decision, so his corner threw in the towel mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the fight. Did you expect that? Were you... You mean while I was watching? Yeah. In the middle of it? Well, not when it obviously kind of got obvious yeah. that that might go down. But, I mean, especially with the way that um, Deontay was just messing with him and kind of like dancing, literally dancing around the ring. I felt like he might do the one-punch knockout. And I was I was kind of waiting for it. I think everyone and everyone in Mobile, Alabama was waiting for Absolutely. it. His hometown where he's beloved. Uh, you're referring to in the middle of the fight where Ariola was just tagging him with body punches and Wilder was dancing, dancing. literally dancing and, and mugging for the cameras and like proving it didn't hurt. Swaying. I mean, yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah. And then he did it again a round or two later. Yeah. Well, let's, let's roll the highlights uh, from last night and we'll uh, we'll talk over a bit. Of a bit. Uh, if you're on iTunes, we'll describe them to you. So uh, let's roll those in and we'll talk about Wilder versus Ariola last night. As we see the lovely man boobs. Now, uh, if you're, if if, uh, if we could, can we bring up the sound just a touch? Uh, just to, yeah, that'd be great. There, thanks, Zach. Um, yeah. So Wilder all night. I mean, he's rangy, six foot seven. So when you're, when you can, when you, when he, oh, there he is. So there's Wilder dancing right there. And poor, oh my God, poor guy, poor, poor Chris. I can't even say his last name. Yeah, and then in the uh, fourth round, Wilder dropped Ariola with a flurry of punches. And But, I mean, you got to give it up. You know, I will give it up to him for the fact that he knew he was being messed with, and he never let anger or kind of, like, being irritated govern the way that he still tried to box. Him. Yeah, I mean, You know what I mean? He didn't try, he didn't try to change anything up. He didn't... His style stayed the same, and he really just tried to hang in there. And you do have to give him credit for that. Yeah, you know, I think Ariola now in his career, as we watch uh, Deontay Wilder do some more dancing <laughs> Again, in the corner. Come on. Uh, and I'll talk to some of the. I'd like to hear some, some, some from some of the fans if they're if they are fans of when a guy does all that mugging uh, and dancing in the middle of a match. And what about holding him like that? Like the ref was getting pissed about. Well, the referee did warn. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. Still WBC champ, Deontay Wilder, hand raise in victory. Uh, easy night for him. Um, Super easy. What, what did you just ask, Andrew? I just lost my train of No, thought. that's okay. I was saying I just gave props to Ariola for, oh. you know, still hanging in there and still still playing playing his game, if you will, yeah. as best he could. That, you know? that, that, that's kind of a, that kind of a good point because... Ariola had, back in, uh, let's say, seven years ago, he took on the older Klitschko out here in L.A. I had the chance to go. And at that point in his career, he was kind of a top ten, and people thought, okay, this guy's on his way up, and he's going to maybe be something. Um, but every time he took the next step to uh, fight uh, a champion, uh, whether it be Wilder or Klitschko or even Stavern, he just couldn't get it done. Mm-hmm. And he's always been someone who's like a B fighter and just couldn't become an A fighter. And it almost seems like in the ring he's resigned to just accepting that. Now he's a guy that can take a beating really well. Mm-hmm. Like he's got a chin, can get back up from getting knocked down, and he can take a beating from someone who's six foot seven. Right. Um, but I, it's almost, it's 
kind of a bummer because you look at a fighter like that and you say, oh, well, that's all he's going to be. And oh, maybe yeah. he's accepted it. Now, maybe he didn't, he couldn't admit that, but that's what he, that's what Ariola is. Um, so when you were watching the fight, um, I mean, how did you score? Did you give every round? Was it end of every round the Wilder? I, I don't think how how could you score it any other way? Uh, agreed, a hundred percent. And it's funny because you know we usually watch it together, but today we didn't. And yes. so I started watching it at, at, alone, and I was <laughs> I was like, what even happened in the first round? Like I had to feel like, did I just see any? Like nothing really happened yet. No, a lot of heavyweight fights start off really, you slow. you know, like yeah, that. totally slow, and you kind of go, all right, well, I almost want to give it Terriola just because I know this is gonna go. The other way yeah. for Wilder the entire time, but no, of course I gave it to him. So yeah, eight um, rounds to zero is an easy way. If it would have gone to the scorecards, it was trending that way. But Ariola couldn't last. Um, you know, it wasn't a very tough fight. He retained his WBC title. Um, so the dancing. Now there are some fans on Twitter who say, you know, this is too much showboating. This is you know, annoying. Let's. I hope he gets his you know his head knocked off. Now what? As a fan, when I watch, when I see that, I go, oh, man, I hope this backfires. Because then it could really turn the fight around. Oh, like, my gosh, When yeah. someone's winning by such a wide margin and they showboat and they can get clocked, that's what I wanted. But then you just had to accept as a fan. He's you go, not Ariola doesn't clocked. have. No. But what do you think of the showboating and the dancing and all the ring? I mean, are, do you dig it? I think it's hilarious. Yeah. And I did enjoy it when I, like, my mouth dropped. I was like, what is he doing? Yeah, it takes a second. <laughs> I think for me, it bothers me a little bit with Wilder because we were talking about, yeah, he's got the wingspan, so he kind of doesn't need to be very, I don't know, official with his stance and stuff, but his arms were hardly up ever, like throughout the entire fight. And again, he didn't have to, but I get it. And then, you know, he's coming around with these punches and they were kind of like, like, I don't know, just wobbly and all over the way looping, like, and awkward, super Mm -hmm. awkward looking. So I'm kind of like, okay, if you're going to showboat fine, but like then land and he was landing them. The jabs obviously were really, really dead on, but those kind of punches, I'm like, if you did it right, you would have knocked him out. You know, in my head, I'm watching that going, you're not so loopy. You're not so like around the bout. Then you're, you'd have a cross hit him in the head that he won't get up from. Yeah, so. it's a good point. He's not very uh, tight with his punches. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and we can get into right now. He hurt himself last night, mm-hmm. and a lot of people will take would, will say yeah. it's because of these these looping hooks. Uh, I mean, his uppercut's probably the sharpest punch, and his jab is nice. But whenever he throws a hook, he's wide open for a counter, and it's not the very most technical looking punch. Um, so it's official. It came out today that. He broke his right hand, and I believe the fourth round That's on, crazy. when he almost knocked out Ariola. I know, and went crazy. another four rounds, yeah. and then tore his right bicep. Uh, so the big news there is that he may be out for a considerable amount of time. If that happens, the WBC could match up the number you know the number one ranked contender against number two. Right now, it looks like Stavern and maybe Pavetkin um, have it up for grabs as Wilder waits. But this all depends. Wilder could say, hey, I'll be good in six months. Right. And but a torn bicep wait. is not something that you just, like, know the amount of time that you can come back from. No. That's... The broken hand, like, there's been fighters that deal with broken hands. Yeah. And that, that's not easy to deal no. with. Uh, it's painful, but it, it there's a certain amount of time for it to heal. And if you do yeah. things the right way, it can do that. Yeah. Um, and there's a better way of kind of seeing what's going on with x-rays and all that jazz. But, like, a torn bicep? Like, yeah. ouch. Yeah, for all the showboating he did and for people thinking, you know, 
He's still a tough guy. Yeah. He's a tough fighter. I have to say that for the, the little dancing, the swaying, yes. it was super impressive to see that this guy is so is pounding at your like rib cage mm-hmm. and your torso, and you're just like, it's not even leaving a mark on me. Yeah, and Ariel has knocked out some really, I mean, some decent fighters in the past. I mean, he cl- he didn't climb up for no reason. Right. He, he's he, he's a hard puncher, and it didn't. And and Wilder's kind of a twig for being six seven. He's I think 227 pounds. I mean, that's, I mean, heck, I mean, Mike Tyson almost weighed that much and he was five foot 11. So, uh, but he's, he can take a punch. (laughs) I don't know. I still don't know how he did it. If he can take a punch to the chin. Okay. He got tagged a few times in this fight, but nothing clean. And I said on Tuesday's broadcast, he hasn't fought anyone that's above like a B minus fighter, but to his credit, he has called out. People in that are the top <laughs> of the division, um, guys like you know uh, Tyson Fury, who is hopefully going to fight Klitschko in the fall. Um, so we could jump right in. What's next for Wilder here? Okay. Um, it, it all depends on if he's healthy. Because mm-hmm. if he's going to be out for a year, he's kind of irrelevant. Which which totally. really sucks because the heavyweight division is kind of ripe for the taking right now. That needs a star, and he could. Could have been, I'm going to say, obviously, because of his injuries, uh, that star, because he's entertaining, he's yep. personable. When you he see him talk about everything beforehand, any interviews he's done, he's actually, like, he's not a piece of shit. Like, you look at him and you're like, you're funny. You get it. You know what this is about. You're in love with the sport. You love what you do. And so that's the only reason why the showboating isn't as bad for me coming from him, just because I think all around he kind of like knows, he it very well knows place. what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. And he's just a monster. I think that it would be really fun to get to see him go on from here. Yeah. So I'm kind of upset that he's hurt. And I, I hope that he gets a chance to heal before they make any of those decisions. Cause I don't, A, I don't think it's fair to strip him of that and have him fight back for it. Anyway, yeah, technically it wouldn't be a strip. They would just say, "Hey, you're like champion emeritus." It's like know, on it's pause. Like, yeah, it's on pause. <laughs> like we're gonna substitute you. In this. <laughs> and I get why the WBC. It, I mean, if you have to wait six months, no. But if if let's say he's not gonna fight until this year next this time next year, then yeah, I see why the WBC would have to do something to keep their belt relevant and keep their yeah, title out absolutely. there. And then hey, say okay, then when you come back, you're the champion, and you'll be fighting kind of the interim champion, and it makes. It could maybe in sell. that way. It kind of could be cool, yeah, yeah, to see that happen. Yeah, especially if he's gone for a while and people kind of forget. Like, let's say Tyson Fury becomes the face of the division. I mean, I'm not sure if it's going to happen. <laughs> or guys like Anthony Joshua over in England, who he's also been rumored wanting to fight. Um, it, there's a chance for then. Oh, hey, did you forget about me? I've been I've been away for a year. So I think realistically, let's say he's out for nine months. Uh, I think there's a real chance you can put a, a mega fight together. I mean, that's what heavyweight boxing needs is a mega fight. And personally, mm-hmm. I would like to see Klitschko get revenge on Fury and hopefully look like the Klitschko of, you know, a few years ago. And then a mega fight between Klitschko and Wilder against Wilder would be what I would like to Ideal see. Ideal for you. Because uh, yeah. then it's almost like a passing of the torch moment there. Uh but I think the best case for him is maybe spring of 2017, something. But really? with tearing your bicep like that, oh. like I don't think that's an easy recovery like you were saying. So. I just don't. I mean, yeah, he was hitting him hard, like really hard when he got a chance. But I'm just like, wow, in that fight, 
it's kind of sad. Yeah, uh, and hopefully it's not as serious as it, as it sounds. So, and he's game. He's a tough guy. So I think Wilder is a guy that could. Oh, he's young. He's thirty. I think he can maybe overcome an injury yeah, like that. He's in good shape. So, so let's you know, build it hope back. That he can build towards something where you know the top five heavyweights can all, you know, the guys like Luis Ortiz as well can all start fighting each other very soon because that's what mm-hmm. people want. Uh, as for Ariola, I mean, obs- obscure. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> It's obscurity. No one really gave him a shot. He didn't. The odds were against him in this fight. Um, I don't think he's much more than a fringe top ten kind yeah. of contender uh, at best in his career. Uh, if he could fight for a few more years against decent competition, make some good money. But I really don't see him getting another legit title shot. Maybe for the rest of his career. Um, yeah, I just don't think it's possible. Well, I'll hundred percent agree with you on that because look at what just happened. Like if Wilder as we said, isn't even the best of the best right now, and he's just, like, really getting there, I don't know if, what kind of shot would Ariola have with anybody else. Yeah, I, I don't think much of one. Right? I, think, I think he uh, almost becomes a stepping stone kind of fighter for someone who's coming for up. Sure. And they say, okay, before you take on the best, there's Ariola. Uh, sometimes guys are willing to become that because they still can make a good payday. Mm-hmm. And sometimes guys say, I'm not going to become the B fighter that everyone else wants to fight. So, um, and just to get to the next area. So who knows? Ariola has been around for a while. I remember seeing him cry, uh, at Staples oh, wow. center, uh, when I went uh, and all the fans turned on him. short story, uh, cause all the Latino fans loved him yeah. and really were, you know, all against Klitschko, and he started crying in the ring after for the post-fight interview, and then the fans immediately turned on him and, no and booed him way. out of the building. And I just was like, "Oh no, you can't! You got to hold it back, kid. <laughs> you got to hold back the tears, Chris." He's sensitive. He's a sensitive man. So, um, best of luck. I did appreciate also how they would like bump gloves in the middle. You know, even after going, you like this? For, I, I do because I think for all the showboating again that Wilder was doing, and with how brutalized <laughs> you know Ariella was getting they both hey this is in the ring like this is it you know bell sounds yeah totally like okay even on the way when it was getting really i mean it was like mid-fight you yeah. know i do like that i was res- i respect it yeah for sure i'll take a good old-fashioned i hate you you hate me and the trash talking continues after the fight much like we've seen in our next subject with Terrence Crawford mm-hmm. when he fought, I believe it was um, Jean is his last name. I forget his first name. Jean, it was two fights ago, and he asked him, is this what you're looking for mm-hmm. at the end of the fight? Yep. Uh, I, I mean, not to say I don't like sportsmanship when it's due, but uh, in boxing when it's one-on-one, I, I really still love the the real hatred and animosity. <laughs> and uh, I That's what it. I'm saying. I th- when that animosity is there, it's, fine. Okay. But that's why I don't think Wilder has that for this guy. I think he feels bad for him. Sure. So if it's not there, don't fake it. Yeah, I get it. Don't and fake so it. And so that's why I respect it. Hey, he was like murdering him. He, they both gave respect to each other. Yeah. Like, listen, I'm getting murdered. And that's where it's good. But yeah, I've seen the fights where they like actually dislike, hate each other. And cool. I'll take that then. I'll take the anger then. Yeah, I agree. Because sure. then it'd be fake to be like, good fight, bro. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see. There's there, there's there's a time and a place for all of it. Um, and Crawford has has definitely been proven that he's a guy with a mean streak. Uh, we've got finally a kind of a, it's kind of a fun fight. We've got a title versus title here. Victor Postal, I believe, if I've got my stats right here, he is the WBC 
super lightweight or junior welterweight, whatever one you want to call it, champion. And uh, Terrence Crawford is the WBO super lightweight champion. And they're both 28 and 0. This is this was kind of uh, hard to see coming because Victor Postal upset uh, Lucas Matisse last year, and a lot of people, even though he came in undefeated, just you know they kind of thought, okay, this is a solid undefeated fighter for Matisse, but he's going to run through him. Didn't happen. Now he threw a wrench in all the the, the junior welterweight division. Everyone kind of thought that. Uh, Crawford owned the division, and there was no one quite there with him. Mm-hmm. And then when Matisse went down and got knocked out, now against now you see another guy who's twenty eight zero, who's a legit contender. And like, let's make this pay per view, right? So we've got Terrence Crawford at the MGM Grand <laughs> against Victor Postal HBO pay per view, and we're just let, let's just dive right into predictions. Let's do some predictions time on Crawford versus Postal. That's right. That's right. And now, well, there's a light. <laughs> Never gets old, does it? Andrew? No, the lights add it, add to it all the time. They really do. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> Big pay per view. Andrea. Yes. Postal Crawford. Who you got? I'm gonna be really honest here and say I wish I knew more about Postal. Like, That's what everyone says. Yeah. It's right? echoing thread everywhere. Good. That makes me feel better <laughs> no, about it's it. That's true. Because, uh, you, like you said, we've covered a lot with Crawford, too. And mm-hmm. it's just he's just more out there. But um, So, of course, I'm going to go with Crawford. This is one of those situations where I would take Postal because I don't know of much. Of course and you I, would. Yeah, because I feel like, sure, let's go you, with the underdog. Who was it that you took <laughs> I don't even want to talk about ago? that. I forget who that, that was. That was so terrible. Um, but, yeah, I'll go with Crawford for this one. You going decision? Because um, now you're just see see what everyone's see, folks. Andrea is trying to get away with saying with just predicting. Crawford, and then she and then when we come back and and look at the fight the week at, the week later, I'm like, I told you. She'll go, I told you, Crawford. I'm like, oh, well, that's great and all. Let's can we get a little closer prediction? Something? How about a late round stoppage? Uh, decision? Split decision? Uh, where do you see this going, Andrew? Um. You're hearing here first, folks. I know. <laughs> I definitely think late rounds. <laughs> so you think maybe that he's going to get rid of him in the late rounds? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I think they might just. It might be a decision at the end. Okay. I, I think. I think that might. I'm feeling that towards. You heard towards it. That's fight. that's a strong. That's a strong answer. I, I think. I that think might that be might a be a decision. <laughs> a twelve round. <laughs> okay. You know. That's what most people in the boxing like business are actually. That's Same. what's going on in their well, heads. Because, it, like you said, with twenty eight zero and the fact that it's on pay per view, I get that. So it, it is one of the better matched fights that they've had of late. Yeah. Um. So that'll that'll be good. But yeah, and and with two guys like this, I'd kind of like to see that. We always love to see a knockout. Don't get me wrong. So if that happens, cool. But I, I, I think that they will go go the distance. You know, and I do. I look at size a lot too. With, well, with guys, I mean, you have to. But like sometimes, like we talk about, like that's boxing. You just don't know. Yeah. But for me, it just makes sense sometimes. Well, so. Postal's a taller guy. He is a taller guy. Yeah. So it's going to throw a wrench in your plan. A little bit. Yeah. But Crawford's, you know, he got the speed. A lot of people say he's got better power, better experience. So that's why people are like a lot of people are giving the edge to Crawford there. So yeah, I'm uh, doing that. Yeah, giving the edge to Crawford decision. Uh, you and I are very close on this. My prediction: I'm also going They're with just Terrence Crawford. Guys. Well, Postal is tall. He's taller for but... a junior welterweight. Mm-hmm. 
five foot eleven. That's tall for a junior welterweight. Um, and Crawford's five foot eight, so he's got three inches on Crawford. The surprising stat I was looking at with Postal is that he's really active. If you look at his last four or five fights, the guy throws, and I'm looking at here around seventy five punches per round. And you look at a guy uh, like Crawford in his last four or five fights, he throws around 53, 54 punches wow. per round. So a lot of people thought maybe, but Postal's kind of your, he's your consummate boxer. He can, he's, he's always taller than his opponents. Mm-hmm. So he can stay outside, jab, jab, jab. If you look at Postal's jab numbers, he's throwing about 41 jabs per round around that, give or take. And Crawford's around 30. So... Postal, of course, being the longer guy, is and what he wants to do is throw that jab and keep Crawford out of his grill. Because if Crawford can get inside on you, You're I mean, done. it's lights out because if yeah. you look at power punches, and Crawford's a guy who literally lands almost 50% of his power punches. And that's that's deadly. That's going to determine this fight. If Postal can keep the distance, win some rounds, like we always say, you got to bank them early. Yeah, you know, With so many fights, if you can bank rounds early... It's it helps so much at the end of the fight. So if if it takes Crawford time to get inside mm-hmm. and, and tag a guy like Postal, then Postal's got a chance. But I'm picking Crawford eleventh round stoppage, eleventh round KO or TKO, one wow. of the two. Uh, I think it's going to be a really thrilling fight. I was just not sure where you were going to go with that because I thought you were going to say Postal to the point where you even almost changed my mind. <laughs> I almost talked her into <laughs> you it. You almost talked me into taking it because that is. And I, I, uh, Postal is also a type of fighter guy, like looking at him, that I would normally go with. Um, but no, I'll stay with my prediction. I, 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 think I'll I stay urge with it. you to stay with your prediction yeah. because the one last point, and uh, Max Kellerman talked about it on HBO briefly. You know, months ago, after he upset Lucas Matisse, post all that is, saying that Crawford has been really impressive on television against big time opposition for like eight fights in a row. Really impressive. Postal has been a guy who's been kind of like this. Mm-hmm. And if you're just listening to me, I'm just drawing a straight line. <laughs> and then the last two fights on TV, he's been really good. Yeah. So who do you trust? You trust a guy who's been really impressive for a couple of years? Against really strong opposition or a guy who's really hit it big the past couple fights, but for his career leading up to that was just okay, good. Um, I'm going to trust the guy who's been just a little more consistent, but Postal is sneaky. He did knock out Lucas Matisse, who that's that's a really hard task. So... That kind of makes me pull back. Mm. Usually, I would have said, "Oh, Crawford in six or seven. Second guess. But now it, I yeah. really think Postal is really going to stretch this fight out. But he got tagged a lot against a guy like Matisse, and Crawford's got some. You know, he got some pop to his mm-hmm. punches. Mm-hmm. So I think that at the end is going to be why Postal is going to going to get hurt. And, yeah, and the fight's going to end. But I wouldn't be surprised by by your prediction of a decision at all. Yeah, at all. Would you so. be surprised if it went the other way and Postal knocked Crawford out? No. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, be surprised because either. the way Postal has exactly. looked in the last two mm-hmm. fights. That's a great point. Like, I don't think anyone's going to be because, surprised. Because like, you talk a lot about fighters and their careers and how they just have a moment, you know, and this maybe it's his moment. But, like, you can't just tell from two fights. So if he takes a third, that's getting into, like, more of stability, like you oh said. Oh, my God. So, or cruising up that hill. So Yeah. Like, um, he, he becomes post. I mean, Crawford is kind of the face of the division right now. But if Postal wins this, he completely takes it over. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and also, if, if if Postal wins, it really sets up for a, an amazing rematch. Because usually the favorite coming in, if he gets beat, usually will get a rematch. Mm-hmm. 
But if Crawford wins, it's kind of like, okay, he dispatched another person at 140 pounds. Bye, yeah. Bigger and better mm-hmm. things. Absolutely. Which brings us into our boxing <laughs> news for today. Yes. Let's get into the news, baby. After Buzz TV News. We're going to focus on one of your favorite fighters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> remember when Pan- uh, Manny Pacquiao retired? You remember that interview? Yeah, it was like... Five minutes ago? Yeah. Well, he's out of retirement. Of course he is! <laughs> Who called that, by the way? You want to talk yep. about predictions? Yep. Y'all go back to our YouTube at the beginning of time of this show, and I said, there's no way. That's a great prediction. <laughs> That's a great prediction. I gotta give it up to you. Great prediction. <laughs> That's why like, we have you on, on the show. No, right, right. We have you on the show to occasionally pick Wacky. someone who's never won a big fight ever or to, for someone to come out of retirement. So that's why we pick Andrea. She's and I'm like pick, 50-50 with my predictions, so. You know what? I'm officially announcing a new segment on the show. It's going to start happening next week. Or, you know, we're going to have Andrea's come out of retirement predictions. Awesome. Uh, I think maybe once a month. Uh, which which legend do you see coming out of retirement? Uh, Beautiful. Sometime in this calendar year. So you were right with your first one, Manny Pacquiao. I was. There was no way he was done. Not after that last fight. Sorry. Big announcement. Mm-hmm. So Bob Arum, the Bob Arum, announces that Manny will be fighting in the fall this year against an opponent to be named. But Bob Arum has listed three of the possible opponents. These are the three names that he wants to see Manny face up against. Either Terrence Crawford or Victor Postal, the winner of that fight, or against Jesse Vargas, who's another title holder. So he's named all these guys who have belts. Um... So Andrea, mm. and I like I like this bed underneath our I like this bed underneath what we're doing here. So we're gonna take these three names and play along with us on iTunes or YouTube. We're taking these three names: Crawford, Postall, and Vargas. Mm-hmm. Fantasy booking time, Andrea. You get to you get to pick one of those three names, a venue of your choice, and what you would like to see happen in the fight or predict what would happen. So Andrea. Mm-hmm. Fantasy booking. <laughs> Who do you want to see Manny Pacquiao fight? So this is tough for right now because I almost obviously want to see how the Crawford Postal fight goes. Yeah, is if that's a total cop out, I don't care. <laughs> totally, this would be a little bit easier for me to say after that fight. Right now, I would say for me, it'd be between Crawford and Vargas because I actually really liked watching Vargas fight. Like, I just, I like the way he fights and his style and... Guaranteed action. Got some action. Definitely guaranteed action. He is 10 years younger than Pacquiao. And so that obviously brings a lack of experience with it, which sometimes makes for a good fight too because you just don't know. Sometimes it'll matter and I think that would definitely matter in that situation. So... I'm going to avoid the Crawford Postel, and I'm I'm going to go with Vargas. Oh, my goodness. Because I, love it. I liked him. I liked watching his last fight, and I I don't know. There's something about it. Uh, I would definitely have it in Vegas in the new uh, venue that they have there. The T-Mobile Arena. Which I've got to get to sometime soon because don't I spend a lot of time in Vegas, especially this year already, and I'm like, okay, let's, let's go see something over there. I've been there. trying to twist some arms in Vegas and trying to get there. Uh, I got denied a media application for Crawford versus Postal, <laughs> but hey, Vegas, hey, MGM, I, I'm coming we're for coming you. We're coming for you. <laughs> and we, we're getting, we're bigger than, and better than ever here, and, <laughs> and, and soon, the next big fight in Vegas, you will accept After Buzz mm-hmm. because we will bring a level of just integrity yes. to the fights. Yes. 
With Andrea's predictions and everything. Yes. Um, so and that's why. Vegas is Vegas. It's it, T-Mobile It's arena. not just about the arena. It's about the entire city getting turned upside okay. down every time there's a major fight. And okay. Pacquiao's done it before, and it was a terrible fight, and doesn't matter. He will do it again no matter how the fight goes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I, that's that's my thing right there. Oh, and the result? Yes. <laughs> I would love to see Vargas win, but I think Pacquiao would win. Probably KO. We got to no. go KO. That's a spectacular I I finish. I have to. I would go to that event. Yeah. That's a hell of a booking. Thank you. I love it. I'll be okay. in Vegas. I'll see you there. So there's a new segment <laughs> where I'm going to start booking things. Yes, you're booking things. We're going to reverse it here. Good. I'm going to book this match. And I'm going to have it against Terrence Crawford. He's looked at as the future of kind of the junior welterweight. In he's going, he might. There's rumors that he will move up because mm-hmm. that's he would have to move up to face Pacquiao, yeah. and he's the next face. So I want to see Manny Pacquiao versus Terrence Crawford, and I want to see it in Los Angeles because I'm selfish. <laughs> you don't want to go Pacquiao anywhere. Pacquiao doesn't fight in L.A. <laughs> uh, I know he's a Vegas or Macau kind of guy, but I want to see it in Los Angeles. Cool. And I want to see it at the Coliseum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see it the football field at the Coliseum. Fill that place up. Have a that'd be pretty cool. Have outdoors. Oh, that'd be awesome. Have the seating all over the football field. And my prediction is Terrence Crawford wins in a thrilling twelfth round knockout because I'm fantasy booking this, (laughs) so it doesn't matter. It's a passing of the torch. Pacquiao goes out, but on a thunderous note, you know. And that's when I'd like him to retire. <laughs> well, no. No, then he does the De La Hoya and comes back of and fights course. a Steve Forbes for one last fight. So he, he humiliates some young guy uh, just to, just to you know, look good on the way yeah, out. right. But that's the way I want to see it fantasy booked. Terrence Crawford taking over the next pay-per-view That would be crown. very cool. So that's what I want to see. I like that. That's that. a nice fit. I, yours is really fantasy, so I kind of really like that. Next time you can get... Really, really, the I fantasy. go there. Yeah, okay. You, you booked it as a businesswoman. Yeah, I booked it as a pure fan. <laughs> and at home, you can book it anywhere. It makes you want. sense, right? Yeah. And that's pretty much our breaking news. Canelo Alvarez is going to fight a Cowboys stadium. <laughs> <laughs> so that's his fantasy booking. So that's our uh, fa- that's our fantasy booking today. Uh, our last segment of the like day that. before we get cut off here, because uh, all the fans love it, is this day in boxing history. Now I don't have video this week because. This came in on July 17th, 1907. Wow. Yeah, I was not around, uh, contrary to what <laughs> some of the other after buzzers <laughs> think 109 years ago. Uh, but it was Jack Johnson versus Bob Fitzsimmons. Um, this was a gigantic fight because if I can remember, if I can recall the press clippings from that day, uh, Jack Johnson wasn't allowed to fight for the heavyweight title because he was black. People wow. said, you're not fighting for the title. And it was uh, this was uh, back in the day against, and if I look up the name correct, if I can find it, uh, I cannot. Maybe you can help me for a yeah. second. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. So uh, Fitzsimmons pretty much stepped up, and, and he wasn't. Uh, he was Bob Fitzsimmons was looked as, uh, you know, uh, you know, a really game fighter and one of the better heavyweights of the day. And he said, "I'll fight Jack Johnson." Well, not good for for Bob Fitzsimmons because he was KO'd in the second round in Washington, uh, Philadelphia. It says, what is it? Washington SC, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm not sure where that was. I feel like these places just don't exist anymore. Um, and I'm, and I'm trying to think the, the fight that couldn't happen against Jack Johnson was the, was the fight of the century against, uh, I'll have a name here. I was going to say, what name are you looking for? Jack Johnson, uh, fought in the uh, fight of the century. Um, not John Sullivan or Jim Corbett. Yes, it was um, against. Wow, I'm totally drawing a blank here. 
live on the air, uh, uh, James J. Jeffries. Oh, okay. So Jeffries was the champion back then, and Jeffries was like, no, I'm not going to fight you because Jeffries was kind of a dick. And uh, so uh, Jeffries had retired and then in 1910 came out of retirement and got knocked out in 15 rounds against Jack Johnson. And you can find that video online. But the fight today was Bob Fitzsimmons versus Jack Johnson uh, in 1907. I would say go watch, (laughs) but you can't. And I couldn't even find a picture of the damn thing. But you can go back and watch a lot of the old Jack Johnson films. Those are fun to watch. The old old silent – they're all silent it's 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 so it's it's uh it's such a different era of boxing to go back and watch uh of course. from like the early 1900s but Jack Johnson was just uh head and shoulders like you know just a better fighter than all those guys you know what must be really cool about that think about all the noise that does go on these days and we talked about the difference between an open ring and yeah. you know being inside and so that actually might be really cool to watch and like a really great feeling because it's it's you you're only focusing on what's really going on. You're not listening yeah, to the announcers. No announcers. You're not listening to people yelling. You're not listening to the corners. You know, you're just like watching. The hard thing is watching the old fights is actually seeing what's connecting. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so grainy. Uh, but it is such a different age. So I urge anyone just to go back and watch some of the old Jack Johnson fights. Check those out. Um, and that's going to put a bow on on this episode, Andrea. Awesome. I, I love the new fantasy booking. <laughs> I, I love the new Andrea Predicts Who's Coming Out of Retirement segment. Yes. Um, so before we jump out of here, Andrea, where can everyone find you online? Thank you, Jared. You guys can follow me on all social media at Andy Fasano. Make sure to tweet us at AfterBuzz. Well, hashtag ABTV Boxing. Yes, ABTV Boxing. Or uh, leave your YouTube comments, like you said. Yeah, you, the chat the chat roll. Or during the week, tweet at one of us individually and let us know what your predictions are, your fantasy bookings i'm jared gilkerson that's at gilkerson radio on twitter until next week we'll see you later bye guys from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Box Talk to you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 